there's a lot of unanswered questions with that. There just is. Um, you know, if Mr. Jameson is guilty of what he has been accused of, yeah. those are serious allegations. On the other hand, um, this case raises some really important questions about due process. Because here you have a gentleman that, if, if these women are lying... He was fired without even a simple question being asked about it. That's very serious, and it's something that we all should take um, seriously. I, nobody wants somebody to be sexually harassed. That's yeah. not. But we also want expect our government to act fairly and appropriately. And um, so, the unemployment appeal hearing raised some very serious questions about how our government's operating. And an inherent injustice in the system if what Mr. Jameson is alleging is true. What was your process with this story then once you heard that he had been fired? Who did you interview? How did you go about getting this information? So, um, one of the first things I did was request from the agency a list of its employees that had been terminated in the last five years. I did that because I knew that um, it's, I knew that that list would provide me names of people that might be feel more freely to talk. Yeah, people that are still employed have a lot to lose. Iowa's whistleblower law is weak. It is so weak, um, and so it offers little or no protection to to people. And so. Um, it's one of the first things that I request. I've maybe made 10 records requests to the agency at this point. Um, everything from um, looking at um, their credit card receipts to um, Mr. Jameson's texts that were on his state-owned phone to um, we've reviewed hundreds of emails at this point um, of key officers of that agency. Um, Why is credit card, out of curiosity? In my reporting, so one of the stories before this unemployment appeals hearing that I wrote about, um, one of the stories from the former employee that I spoke with, and we quoted, we named her, one of the issues that she cited, multiple issues, financial, and she alleged some financial concerns. Um, some of them were that Mr. Jameson was given a $100,000 spending account that was not in the agency's budget, and he was able to spend that. $100,000? Mm-hmm. So he had credit cards, and he had, and he had credit cards that he was able to use for items that weren't budgeted. They were supposed to be for work of the agency, um, yeah. but they were nonetheless, they weren't budgeted. And so our our source said that that was a great concern because you have her, you have him, and then multiple other state agency heads that had spending authority, and uh, it just wasn't being tracked well, so that's why. I mean, yeah. we wanted to see if he was spending money on things that were not related or if it was spitting on things that just weren't wise purchases so th- that was why 
So you got the phone numbers, you got the emails. Was there anything in your eyes that seemed suspicious mm. in any of that? Oh, you know, yes. A lot of questions, and I have a lot of ongoing questions that I'm still looking into. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a complicated agency. I mean, it's... Um, there's... I mean, if, if everything is above board, which it might be, there might be, like, who knows? Yeah. I'm not, I haven't drawn conclusions yet, but um, even if things are done absolutely perfectly, the big questions about how, there are always questions about how money is spent and if it's best used. So, yeah, um, some things did raise questions for me. Uh, one of the one of the big things that had been raised outside of these financial questions of just in the budget was um, the agency's move later this planned move later this year is going to cost they're, what? they're they're moving their location oh and so i mean that's also a it's a 17 million dollar cost and it involves a lease that was signed without telling the governor and few other top state officials about a third party consultant's um, recommendation that it remain at its current location. I mean, that's pretty significant. Yeah. So you had a third party say, you know, that, and then you also had um, his own, Mr. Jameson's own staff in, in these emails that we're reviewing, their internal and communications showed that it would save the state $6 million if... Um, over a 20-year period, so it's over a period of time, but yeah. $6 million is a significant amount, to remain at the current location, to renovate the current location versus renting a space. Yeah. So, I mean, those are significant questions. And their location now, I take it, it's fine. There's nothing wrong their with it. Their loca- yeah, it's their location not too far from here, actually. Yeah, and this is a nice area. It's a nice building. It's an older building, and it needs some work. But, you know, they had some consultants look at it. And so there was information that was not shared with some of the key decision makers. And that's apparent. I mean, that we know that from the records at this point. And so that's a serious issue. So there are all these issues. And again, it goes back to some of these. The lease, for example. Um, it's just a question of... of how well our resources are being used 